Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And for real estate services, contact us on our website at CourseCruiseAndContracts.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Corkscrews and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what time of year it is? It is the spookiest time of year. Halloween. <laughs> is Halloween your favorite? It is my favorite holiday of the year. It is. I yeah. do love dressing up and going to parties. I don't like picking the costume out. Okay. But I like, because there's too much pressure on what to be. Yeah, yeah. But I like the party part. Right on. <laughs> yes. I love the making of the costume part. That's definitely my thing. Uh, and then the party part. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're really creative. You're really good at making making up the costumes. Oh, thanks, yeah. 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 So we are drinking blood red wine today for Halloween. Ah. And this is the first time we've had a box wine, but we just, we just went for it. It's Halloween. We're casual we're, today. Yeah, very casual. So we're having Black Fox Red Blend, and that is out of California, and it's pretty tasty. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Feel it in my ear. I like it. That's where it is. <laughs> That's where it's at. So listen, guys. I mean, this is this is a big topic. This is a big is. topic in real estate. Uh, we've all seen Poltergeist. <laughs> And, uh, have we all seen Poltergeist? I feel like I've seen Poltergeist a lot of times. My mother quotes Poltergeist at least three times a year. <laughs> I don't so. know how you quote that in yeah. terms of conversation. Right? You but know, I'll have to listen for it now. You should listen for it now. I will tell you the, the scene, actually, that she quotes every time. It is the part where the little lady, the little um, old uh, lady of the spiritual kind, cleans out the house. She's like... <laughs> This house is clear. <laughs> so your mom uses that when you are flipping yeah, or something? Okay. She does. That's exactly when she uses it. Dang, how'd you know? <laughs> it made yep. sense in that context. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's yep. great. <laughs> oh, they move the headstones. Oh, that line <laughs> freaks me out every time. Okay, so... Right, so what we're talking about is... Uh, How real estate is impacted by paranormal activity. Yep. And then, of course, we have to have some stories, right? Of course, yes. So we will share some of the stories. I actually have a guest, uh, Brooklyn Short. She is a realtor with Parks Realty Mount Juliet. Okay. And she is going to share a story she had happen to her in a home she lived in. So stay... Stay tuned for that one. Yes. We gotta build up. We gotta, we gotta, for sure. It's gonna be amazing. So that's great to listen to. But a lot of people don't know when they're purchasing a house that you don't, in the state of Tennessee, yeah. you don't have to don't disclose have to say a word. that you have seen a ghost or had a ghost do some crazy stuff in right. front of you. Um, so. Mm-hmm. That people knowing that that could go either way. It could go either mm-hmm. way. You could be pleasantly surprised, <laughs> or you could be uh, unpleasantly shocked. <laughs> but something is going to happen, and pleasant might be in the sentence. Yes. Now, 
I, being an agent, I want yep. to go back. Okay. And I do want to say. Bring it back. That even though you are not required to disclose that, if you were asked, I would not lie about that. Right. Y'all. <laughs> Don't just try to put that under the rug. Don't just be like, oh, hey, no. Um, you know, it's the angle. Uh, the floors are angular, and so things just slide across the countertop <laughs> randomly in the early afternoon. No, that's not okay. That's not okay. I don't want to be surprised like that. No. 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 I'm going to be, I would be one of the buyers that would be very unpleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool to watch television shows about that, not to be a part of that. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Man, we watched the whole American Horror Story. Yeah. Season one, was it, that you took me through? The one with the house? Yeah, yeah. Man, I think about that all the time. Yeah. I don't even know why I didn't watch it for all those years, and then it's so good. And you haven't seen season two, but season two is a home out of New Orleans. Oh. And, no, that's not season two. Anyway, it's American Horror Story Coven. Coven. And they that is a house out of New Orleans, and it is haunted. Legit haunted. Supposedly, yes. Yeah. Um, what happened to people in that home, still, those those souls are apparently still there, um, haunting people to this yeah. day. So. Yeah, we, we, we walked by it. Yeah. We were there in New Orleans. Took pictures. Took pictures and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll put something up on the website, a picture of it, so that way people can find what we're talking about. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, in fact, it was Halloween we walked past it because <laughs> we, we were in New Orleans for <laughs> Halloween last year. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you're telling me somebody famous once owned that house. Yeah, Nicolas Cage owned that home um, until 2009 when he lost it in foreclosure. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes those <laughs> movies just don't catch on enough. Well, or he just didn't want it anymore, and you can't sell it. I don't know. Oh, that happens too. I, I don't know. Yeah, I would say as an agent, yep. If you're, if you have a home that you need to sell because you have had some stuff happen and you are unpleasantly surprised by that, those things, yep. That you consult your agent and you say, what angle should we take on marketing this? I love it. Because here's the deal. Yep. You either don't use, you either use the angle of yeah. this house has paranormal activity in it and you own it. Yep. And you push it to the extreme to get those people that are like, this is so cool. I yeah. want to own that house. 365 Halloween. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or you, a ghost hunter buys it. I don't know. That's right. Because they might. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or. Or. This is a regular house. do not market it that way. That's right. You don't market it that way. (laughs) You stick with that. You just go, yeah, well, uh, uh, you know, uh, selling as is. (laughs) 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 Yes. And then in the note, seller does not want to uh, take care of Seller will not evict spiritual. (laughs) Spiritual guests. (laughs) No, y'all. We were uh, we were looking at some articles, of course, because we love to do a little research to bring you guys the uh, the latest before we get online here. But uh, yeah, Realtor.com. So you know it's legit. Um, there's a <laughs> there's an article about uh, it's called uh, uh, haunted open houses, real life ghost stories from real estate pros. 
came out, oh, just last week. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, there's a picture of a blue room, and it has a ghost-looking lady in it um, at the start of it. But the amazing thing is that that picture is about the restless bride from Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. How crazy is this? So, so the story says, while touring a potential fixer-upper in a trendy neighborhood in Knoxville, Cassidy Melhorn and his agent ran in... A guy in Cassidy. I guess that's Butch Cassidy. It makes perfect sense. Cassidy. Ran, <laughs> and his agent ran into an unwelcome and creepy surprise. Quote, I met my realtor at a property. They put they put the, the actual symbol on there, the registered symbol, because it's the realtor sign. As you should. As you yeah. should. Everybody, yeah, that's what's required. <laughs> uh, at a property that was built in the late 40s and appeared to have great bones, because that's what you say after you've watched good bones on television on HGTV. <laughs> Only needing some updating. Uh, and after doing a walkthrough of the home together, Melhorn noticed something weird about one wall of the hallway. Being an experienced engineer, he decided to take a closer look because he owns his own home building place. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I told my agent, there's a large dead space here. <laughs> okay. Melhorn. Uh, yeah, foreboding there, right? Those words. Interesting choice. Melhorn assumed it was an old fireplace that could be restored, so he got to work carefully prying off the loose paneling that covered the hidden space. Uh, yeah, wall paneling. Pull it off all the time. Quote, <laughs> behind the pa- right behind the panel was a staircase to a second floor of the house that had been boarded completely shut. I had so many questions. Uh, yeah, us too. <laughs> First of all, why would someone board up a second level and then cover over the staircase completely? Secondly, how did I not realize the house had a second level? That square footage was not needed for the resale of the home. <laughs> yeah, the comps the, didn't need the extra the comps square didn't footage. Need it. Just it's don't fine. talk about it. It's fine. It gets it there. It was overdone for the neighborhood. We just didn't need it. He said that uh, he ran outside to have a better look at the house. He asked his agent if she'd known the house had two floors. She hadn't. Once back inside, things started to get even creepier. As we rounded the corner through the kitchen on our way to the dining room, I noticed it. Hanging in the middle of the large opening opening between the dining room and living room was a large silk wedding dress, complete with veil and slightly yellowed from years of aging. Mm. The hair on my neck stood straight up as I asked my agent, was that there when we came through? Okay, wait a minute. So they went back down, like they went up, yep. and then they came back down, and the dress was there? Oh, heck no. Yeah. I'm not sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> said, oh, yeah, apparently he didn't either. He said, we immediately left. Since the discovery of the enclosed second floor and the mysteriously appearing dress, Melhorn has kept tabs on the property. He did not buy that. Yeah. Might be a smart move. Might Might not. Who knows? He said the house has been listed for rent many, many times. (laughs) It is currently vacant. Hmm. Okay, I have a question for you. Me? Would you have still bought the house and flipped it? So here's something that people don't really think about when they're flipping a house, is the amount of hours that you have to spend at that house. You know, because you think about it, you're like, oh, flipping seems so quick. No, you end up living basically at that house for mm-hmm. four months, eight months. A house like this sounds like it's going to be eight months. <laughs> Every day going to that place? Nah, man. That is not, mm, 
Man, I don't know. But I, you're I mean, friendly guy. Like, I'm sure you and the ghost could have figured out some way to coexist right? for eight months. Right? My friend Casper and everything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. No. no. It was clearly a girl, not a little boy. So she might have even crushed you. That's true. Yeah. She might have crushed on me. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you would have got a little jealous. <laughs> oh, I, I know my competition. <laughs> <laughs> this is good wine, you guys. This is great. This is great. Do you like buying insurance for your flip, new construction, or other properties? No, everyone hates buying insurance unless you call Joe Gravy Graves with I Hate Buying Insurance. I hate buying insurance. He chose that name because it's the truth. Call or text Joe at 615-499-6846 to ask about insuring your investment properties and you'll get three free gifts worth over $7,000 in value when you say, Gravy, I need a quote on my most valuable asset. 615-499-6846. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. Yeah, so, so there's an answer right down the road. In Knoxville, there was um, there were some other houses. Um, another report that uh, we saw there it was like some of the creepiest ones, and there are places where it's so creepy. So many people, or whatever the story is, so good. The spirits that inhabit the place, mm -hmm. they will actually the owners of the place will actually rent out their house for the night. Mm, yeah, you can, you can book it and stay there and experience mm -hmm. what's about to go down. Yeah, um, would you? How much were these places going for? Yeah, um, I saw I saw anywhere from one hundred and fifty dollars a night up to four hundred dollars a night. Wow. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's like hotel rate. So that proves that people would probably be okay buying a haunted house. Certain people, Certain people. would probably be okay Certain buying people. a haunted house. Yeah. Look, I, I, you know, up until this story here, I wasn't super freaked out. Mm -hmm. Now, after reading this story. But um, a friend of mine from back home mm -hmm. that I used to work on uh, when I used to work in radio, mm -hmm. um, she had said that... Uh, one of the houses that they lived in mm -hmm. had um, it had a second floor, mm -hmm. and at some point it was remodeled to where there were no stairs anymore. Wow! But they had okay. a woman, spirit, ghost, whatever, that was living in the house, mm -hmm. and occasionally she would notice things that they were doing, like if they were repainting a room or something like that, and they would hear her say, "That's nice." Oh, that's so weird. That's super weird. That's nice. And then, specifically about those stairs, occasionally they would feel a coldness or see something gray moving, and it would go into those walls as though it was going upstairs. Okay. Yeah, because to them, the house is the same. Just because you put that wall there 50 years after they passed. Yeah. 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 Okay. So... I, don't, I guess it's okay to share this story. Um, in Nashville. Okay. After I moved here, 
I moved into a neighborhood. Ooh wee! That was. I don't know why I got excited right there. Everybody was doing it. Continue. Continue. <laughs> moved into this neighborhood. Okay. It is a neighborhood where the Trail of Tears came through. Oh yeah. And there's always a neighborhood Facebook pages, which everybody knows that lives in a neighborhood with a Facebook page knows how much fun those can be. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just great for entertainment to go mm-hmm. to go read all the comments. But there was one particular story that came up because you would hear in the neighborhood that some of those house, houses were haunted mm-hmm. just because it was built on that land. And there was a Facebook post about some stuff that had happened in one of the homes. Mm. I don't remember the details of everything that happened, but there were several small things that led up to one night, uh, the dresser got thrown across the room. Like the, uh, not the dresser, but like the bedside table. What? That's, that was pretty heavy. Not just like a small light. It was a heavy bedside table that got picked up and thrown across the room. And, the actual owners were laying in bed, so that's not, you know, it's not something they did or, or somebody standing beside them did. Yeah, yeah. So, that was that was an interesting story. Yeah, they brought somebody in. Mm, a yeah. specialist? The, a specialist. They brought was it a, specialist a ghostbuster? In. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know the, the term. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't either. I just watched all of them. I, I have no idea. Was, was it someone with a cross and, and holy water? It was some, maybe like a medium, mm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Someone in the middle. Of the <laughs> yes, yes. Medium. That like Goldilocks. said mm-hmm. that there was a spirit living there. The spirit was not going to harm them. Okay. It uh, was an older male. Ooh. And that, that that spirit was very protective of her child. And that the, the, the goal of everything that had happened was to make sure that child was safe. Wow. So that is why they were seeing weird stuff happen here and there. Was it, it In its form, it's thinking that it is doing things that would protect the child, but yeah. it's really like scaring yeah. people. Yeah. So that's how that story ended. Um, yeah. I, and, you know, I no longer live in the neighborhood, so I don't know if any more stories have come up or anything. You know what it was? What? <laughs> He's like, I know what you parents do in here. There is to be no one-night stands in this room. <laughs> no one-night stands in this house. It's not good for little Bessie. <laughs> Whatever. So it threw the thing across the room. Yeah. 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 And you know what? It, it very well could have been, because I know the post was a woman. It very well could have been a single mom. Maybe maybe you're right. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my God. That's awesome. Okay. So um, I think we should... Uh, take it back a notch again and remind people that we are telling real stories and that this is not just a joke. Yeah, no. This is not just a joke. And it, Yeah, we, we would not waste people's time with these kind of stories no. and they'd be made up. No. We really did our research. We have our own stories and that is why we put Brooklyn on the, the air today. That's right. Real estate investors looking for a quick close and no appraisals? reach out to Mike Brady at PropertyRecycle.com. They are a large private equity firm with that personal touch. Property Recycle offers an easy online application, no appraisal requirements, and can close within five days. 
Ditch your slow, expensive lender and get the money you need today. Call Mike Brady at 615-806-7500. Again, that is 615-806-7500. Or visit propertyrecycle.com. Well, I will say oh, yeah. okay. that Brooklyn didn't, was not aware. We were unaware of Brooklyn's story. We were unaware, yeah. We just knew she had a story. It is not something she shares often. Right. And was Because you feel like you need to make sure that people don't think you're crazy. Correct. I'm sure that's what it was. I think that's what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were fully behind her. Yeah. That's the only reason why we're sharing this with you guys. So, seriously, I feel privileged. That's all I got. Yes. Here's Brooklyn. Okay. Um, so, when I was in 10th grade um, through 12th grade, we had moved into this home. And it was a split-level ranch-style home. Um and we were kind of fixing it up and, you know, just doing some things to it. It was, you know, just like I said, it was 70s, straight up 70s style. Um, and <laughs> um, so we noticed just like several little things my mom noticed kind of going on in the house while I would be at school, me and my brother. Um, she said it was just random things like there would be like a picture frame kind of crooked, you know, didn't think anything of it. Um, she would walk into the kitchen and I mean, just like the things that you would hear, you know, people say it was yeah. those typical things of like a cabinet door open here and there. And she's very, very picky. So she's like, I know I didn't do that. Um, and it was just several things like that that had happened. But um, so probably the craziest, like strangest thing that happened there was um, she was sleep was in my bedroom one night, and her boyfriend at the time was at our home. He lived um, in the Knoxville area and was like they had a they had like a long distance relationship. Um, and her boyfriend um, was asleep upstairs in her bed, and so she had slept with me that night, and um, in my room and so it was probably we were just kind of dozing off and we noticed like the bed starts like shaking a little bit no way. Um, <laughs> yeah it was crazy and so she'd asked me she said did you did you do that did you feel that and I was like yeah I felt it and you know not a big deal um, and then we look over and like the door starts kind of moving back and forth well, in this older house, we didn't have central heat and air like where we were, so it, there was nothing like the you know heat had kicked on or air or whatever. Um, and so, anyways, we just you know play it off like okay, I don't, no, no big deal. Um, and all of a sudden, we hear this like it's like a ding noise, like a you know like a, a little noise. So we both like jump up out of the bed turn the light it's on we're like looking around and over on my nightstand I used to eat cereal before going to sleep like as a snack and you know I was high schooler yeah. um, so I had a bowl like on my nightstand with the spoon and we're looking around my room and I noticed that my bowl sitting right there and my mom walks over and she's looking around and she picks up the spoon and the spoon is completely bent so what? that was the like the ding noise that we had heard. 
And so, yeah. And so we, you know, we immediately, our hearts are just pounding, you know. And so we run out of the room. We run upstairs to where my mom's boyfriend is sleeping. And we tell him what had happened. And he he immediately starts, I, I think, getting that feeling that we're getting. He, he knew we were not playing. This, you know, yeah. this was crazy. Um, so that was probably the craziest story that we had at that house. Um, there were several incidents. My mom had told me that, um, you know, that, like I said, you know, just strange things that had gone on in the house. Um, did, did you just go back to sleep after that? <laughs> How do you, you know? proceed? Did you run yeah. around outside a little bit? <laughs> I... No, um, not at all. I was, it was kind of crazy <laughs> because here I am, I'm a sophomore in high school and I wouldn't go back in my room for like a week. So I would go in there to get my clothes for school and just random stuff like that. And then I, I slept with my mom. Wow. Yeah. Um, so there was another incident. She said she was in my room and she was just kind of, I think at the time, like she she was kind of, they'd went, she just went through a divorce and she was kind of, you know, in like a, I, I don't know, an emotional stage. And mm-hmm. so she went into my room one day and just laid down during the day while I was at school and she said that um, she could hear, like over, like where my vanity was in my room, she could hear some like rest, like you know, some mm-hmm. somebody over there like messing with something, you know, like maybe my hairbrush or makeup or something like that. Um, and then after talking to my brother, he also had some some things that he was kind of, you know, like, yeah, that makes sense. I had some strange things happen. As well, but so he, it was happening in his room, or was it mainly in your? It was room? In mainly in my room. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the only time that I've ever experienced any kind of like, you know, paranormal activity or mm-hmm. or any you know anything like that. And it was that house. We lived there for two years, and. Um, I had just called my mom, you know, before before talking to you guys because I wanted to kind of refresh my memory um, on some of the things that had happened because it's been so long ago. Mm-hmm. But um, she she did tell me one of the things I asked her was, did anyone tell you was there someone that had passed away in the house like before yeah. or you know what had happened? And she said after she said she couldn't remember if it was the neighbor. There was mm-hmm. a, a neighbor next to us that was really sweet and. She couldn't remember if it was her that had told her that there was a a younger woman that had passed away, and she didn't know if it was in the house, but they, she had definitely lived there. Okay. So I don't know if she passed away in the house or if she had passed away somewhere else, but, you know, lived there. Um, And she couldn't remember if it was the neighbor or the real estate agent who had sold us the house. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything now where you're still, like, affected from that? Like where you do, like you always turn on the lights when you walk in a room, you know, like yeah. certain like things that now you make sure you do just yeah. to not experience something do you like have that. Plastic again? spoons now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I don't because that was the thing. It's like I've never, you know, of course that was kind of a weird, scary feeling, mm-hmm. but I've never, I've never felt like that outside of that house. Okay. So you know, it's something that I remember, and it was really crazy, but. Yeah. Did you live there a long time after the spoon situation? 
I can't remember when that happened. Okay. I would have to kind of go back and like talk to my mom. But I do know that we moved there my sophomore year mm-hmm. and we moved out after I graduated. So I don't know if it was like, you know, mm-hmm. right when we, I think it was kind of like towards the middle to the end of when when that all happened, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have been finding friends to stay with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, but that was that was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, how do you explain that? I think why we didn't know the story before Brooklyn came in here to tell us. So I think we were both like very shocked at where that was going. And it's, yeah, and it's one of those things where, you know, if it happens to just you and you're trying to tell the story Mm -hmm. and nobody, but it's like my mom was right there, you know, and she, and she saw it and we experienced that together. So it was crazy. Yeah. So I know it was hard for you to share that. You don't normally just broadcast that. So thank you so much yeah, for coming yeah, in here absolutely. and sharing with us. So. Not, that, not that I didn't want to. It's just, you know, it's a crazy story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was Brooklyn's story. Yeah, seriously. I, uh, man, I, yeah. I didn't expect that. No, but... Mm-hmm. It's it's different when you hear it directly from someone who it happened to, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and you could tell, like, like, yeah, you could tell that it made a, a lasting impression, mm-hmm. and that it was a it was a freaky moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's no joke. Yeah. So. I encourage our listeners mm-hmm. if you have a story. Oh my god, we want to know about it. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. There will be no, uh, there will be, um, no judgment. No judgment. No, but we, we think you should put it on Corkscrews and Contracts Facebook page. Yeah. Put it on our Facebook page. Yes. And, and hashtag my haunted house story. Oh. Yes. Jennifer's got her own hashtag going. Hashtag my haunted, haunted house story. My haunted house story. Don't you think? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very cool. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being with us this week. Uh, as, as always, thank you for yes. listening. And, uh, and if you, like she said, man, my ha- haunted house story, hashtag my haunted house story. Yeah. Go ahead. Happy Halloween to you guys. Hope you have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Corkscrews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2019.